Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Interview with stars of Pig Royalty. Stars. This is Jody Reen, Cami Reen, and Keely Reen. Hello, Reens. Hey. I have to. We're so, my mama. I was just calling to my mom on the way here. She's like, "What are you doing, baby?" And I said, "We're interviewing the Reens." And mom's like, "Oh my god, I love them!" Because I got my mom hooked on the show. But I had to ask. Is it Reen? Is it Ren? I feel like people say it all different ways. It's Reen, like green, green. without the G. Okay. Yeah, because it's German roots. Yeah, because that's what yes. you would. Yeah, yeah. Got yes. it. Um, Thank y'all so much for being here. This is um, so exciting. Oh my gosh, we're so excited. You guys, I one thing I want to say, and I've said this since I since I watched the pilot, and Jody's voice says, "The smell of pig shit is different." <laughs> than any shit and I went tell me more <laughs> tell me more <laughs> lady. and I I went I watched the pilot and I told him I said yeah I, I thought about we're doing this show as a curiosity and I went we have to do this show this show is like Shakespeare with pigs it really is um and and the thing about it is what you guys were such good TV. I'm 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 fanning. Um, you guys were such t- good TV, but the production team as well did such a great job of storytelling. Yeah, they really did. And we'll talk about this a little bit. Um, but I want to just lead by saying we found this out from Tyler and and from Kate Casey's interview with uh, the producer Eric that this show started out being all about the Boleros. And, uh, but then they started interviewing you guys and they went, holy shit, there's a lot of story here. And then they yeah, re-edited. Um, and so can you guys talk about that? How, wh- when did you know you were coming from secondary character to like main family, main yeah. families? Yeah. Well, it, I think it was a few weeks in because it was kind of sporadic when they would show up. And, and first, let me say that our crew 
is amazing. They are amazing producers, amazing sound guys, just amazing. We're so blessed to have them as family. Um, but it was a couple weeks in, and then all of a sudden they were like, can we come tomorrow? Can we come tomorrow? <laughs> and then, you know, we kind of figured out what was going on and we were going to be more than extras. So I still honestly believe that Michelle thought whenever this aired that we were just extras. So I, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall and, and seen their faces when they, you know, it opens up to me talking about pig shit, you know? More like a fly on the cheetah. Uh, <laughs> a fly on the cheetah. I wouldn't want to be the fly on the cheetah though. Sorry. They'd all be sitting there in that sectional recliner just sitting there with her, her and the girls kind of court the court draped around her cheetah print rugs. But so you mentioned to us, cause we said we hadn't watched the last episode yet. We're recording this on Tuesday. And y'all said y'all are halfway through. And then you said, and then uh, Keely, you said that y- y'all are watching as we watch, right? So this was all new to you, right? It's, it's so juicy. Like, Literally, it's insane. It's a nail biter. Like, even though it's us, it kind of doesn't seem real at sometimes. Like, when this first started, I was like, there is no way in hell that Discovery Channel is sending a crew out to film my family. Like, no, that doesn't happen. Like, if you would have told me when I was nine, showing and had no idea what the hell we were doing, I'd call you a liar. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But no, it's insane. I, it's bizarre. I think what it was, my friends would come to me and be like, Cammy, what is it like? What, what do you, what do you experience? Has it been everything you wanted and more? Is it, is it, is it real? And I was like, honestly, as I watched the first episode, it's like a movie I've never seen before. I said it all. I was there. I did it all. And I we should know it. what's coming next. But every time I'd sit on this couch and be shaking in my boots because I had no clue what to expect next. And I think it all stems down to, and in Eric's um, podcast, I think with, uh, did y'all do that with Eric? No. Kate Casey. Kate Casey. Mm -hmm. He was explaining how they were making up the story, but that's the thing. They sent in producers that also had no clue what this industry was either. So we kind of had to tell them like, this is what we do. This is how we do Mm. it. And this is how we want it done. And they would just be like, okay, we're just going to (laughs) film. We don't know either. But they know how to show pigs now. We did teach them. Yeah, we coached them as well, which yes. is odd because they still to this day can tell you that they know nothing. But I know deep down they know a they lot know. more than they get. You learn this. We feel like extras we, watching the judge. I'm like, that pig's head's not up. I'm like, I'm like, they need they need to drive. <laughs> they need to hit that hole. Find that hole. They need to find the hole. Find still, that goddamn hole. Yes. <laughs> I yes. still, I Absolutely. still want to do a whole segment where I'm actually, he, I'm trying to keep his head up, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm doing that. I'm Ho- not gonna let. Hopefully, him. we'll do a live show where maybe no. we can put a little we ball will be around there. you. Yes. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just come to your place, and y'all can show. us. We'll give you some knee pads. Great. It's fine. Did you, um, <laughs> did you get? What was it like? Like, did, were you always? aware of the camera or did that drop away or did you forget like especially like in some of these um, emotional scenes like you know Kiwi finally was like take the mic off um but like y'all it really seemed like y'all just forgot they were there that's what you have to do like in the first two episodes or so I caught myself looking at the camera and I look like an idiot I'm like why was I looking at the camera like I look weird and so now I've just learned to like kind of 
completely ignore it and kind of just do what I do yeah, because like, it looks more natural. Every Everything that you see on TV, and I know there's other people saying different things that bad editing or whatever, that's bullshit. That's real. Every single thing you have seen on TV. Of us. Yeah, on of, of us. us. Is 100% real. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can't speak for everybody else, but I... I mean, in the morning when we'd wake up and we knew we were filming, I would tell everybody, don't say anything you wouldn't say in anybody's face. And everybody's always watching, regardless if you're on the toilet or you're out in the big barn, they're going to hear you and they might just see you too. So just, you know. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird having a microphone on and, and peeing. So we always yeah. do this. <laughs> hey, Annie. Hey, Annie, do you hear my pee? Do you hear my pee? <laughs> and I don't know, um, but I am very... In- good at burping so my <laughs> audio of just my burps alone is probably disgusting <laughs> but they sound great there you go um can i ask just some uh, some background uh first of all you guys just tell a little bit we, we, we were this is right before we were recording but you guys are just kind of reeling with uh, you've just had something happen to your house a, an act of god uh, a tornado can you guys just my tell us how you are yeah, we're doing all right. Um, I was I was in Uvalde when it all happened, and I was watching the storm pass over. And mom had called, and I thought it was just a phone call. You know, she was going to update that. You know, they the storm had already hit them, and it was traumatizing to hear not only my mom screaming, but both of the kids screaming, and dad. I could hear the fear in his voice as well, and it sounded like a war zone. It was really traumatic. And I was thirty minutes away, but even in that thirty minutes, there was nothing I could do. Yeah. There was nothing anyone could do, and so it was traumatizing. But all in all, everything that that happened is replaceable. And I'm just glad that the lives are all okay. And that all of the animals are okay, because that's all it really really boils down to. Um, Materialistic things don't matter that much to me, but the people do. And and one thing that I noticed is, you know, you've we've all said the, oh, if the house catches on fire, this is what I'm going to grab. And this is what I'm going to do. All that shit goes out the window. (laughs) Like, you don't fucking care about the jewelry box or the gun or like I just wanted to get because the cell hit us and then there was another one coming. I'm like, Josh, we're getting the fuck out of here. I'm not staying here. We're leaving. So we tried to go down the road and there was a damn tree in the road. So we actually rode out the second part, but you know, everything we have is destroyed, but we have each other. So that's just a blessing lives, in itself. Lives can't be replaced. That's right. But everything Amen. else can. And you guys and were talking about Manu. tornado. Uh, exactly. Poor Manu. Manu, this is probably his He's first like, tornado. This shit doesn't, we don't have cantaloupe size <laughs> hail in Spain. Where the fuck am I? Bless his heart. That's what anyway, he said. We don't have this in Spain. We're like, I, well, we're very glad. I think that's been his catchphrase the entire uh, <laughs> time he's been here. Um, but you guys I just have that in Spain. Yeah, just to clarify, you did you were hit by tornadoes, and which is a very yes, very yeah. Texas Oklahoma thing. Even though I grew up in South Carolina, we had a lot of tech. We had a lot of tornadoes. It's it's crazy because the same day that the tornado hit our house two years ago, me and mom were in Oklahoma at nationals for FFA and. We were literally there was tornadoes all around. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The same exact day. It was unreal. Wow. Summer Good. in Oklahoma and Texas. It's all about tornadoes. Yeah, um, I'm ready to move to the Caribbean. Screw this shit. Screw it. Now I have to ask, I think it's ironic 
that Cammy is sitting in the middle of y'all as we do this interview, because I do feel like we've often called Cammy kind of the, no offense to the other two, but the kind of the voice of reason in the Reed family. And it, because y'all talk about this, but Jody and Keely, y'all are a lot alike. And we see We it, are the same person. Yeah. We see it more and more. And like, how is it, so seeing this kind of dynamic, has it changed your relationship or bettered it in any way of the three of you to see it? I think it's a different thing to see like, oh, I'm trying to talk to mom. Mom's trying to talk to me. We're the same person. We're just both crying and yelling. And then like, and Cammy's trying to fix it. Like in the middle, like how has that changed your, if at all, your family dynamic? Just in the last week alone. Well, but I think the tornado had a lot to do with that too. Just calling your child and telling them you love them and goodbye. Yeah. Thinking you're going to die. Like all the bullshit between Keely and I is just It's gone. gone. It's gone. Cammy's like, Cammy's raising her hand like, I have an opinion. I'm ready to speak. So here's the thing. I'm already crying. (laughs) I have already been trying to explain to them, look, the only reason y'all fight is because you're too much alike. And they were just, we're not alike. We're not alike all the time. And then they see it for themselves. Yeah, can't lie. Ding, ding, ding. The light went off. Here we are. You know, and I figured it out. It's down to the science now. I have each one of them all figured out in the household. If I can have one inside and one outside and I can tell them two different things, then they're on the same page because it's just in the different wording. I can't say to one what I'd say to the other. You know, I figured it out. Cammy's a born that. producer, y'all. You are, I feel like a born no producer. Shit. I feel like no Cammy is such her dad. Yeah. She's so, yeah. Um, can he I talk a little more than he does? Though. Yeah. Can I ask? As he's listening to us right now. How did you guys get in? I know, I'm sure Jody, probably you, you, you were involved in it and you got your kids involved, but how did you get into showing pigs? What's okay, your background so, with that? So I grew up very, very, very poor. I mean, I can, I remember going without food. I remember my mom in HEB crying because I wanted a donut and we only had enough money for beans and salt. So I did not get to show. So I admit it, like I'm living my dreams through my kids genuinely because I wanted to do it so badly. And, and we, as a team, not only do we show, but we make it possible for those kids who grew up like I did that don't have anything. They can't afford a pig, can't afford to feed. We make sure they, they get a pig and they can get their feed and, and, and that's what's most important about it, this. You know, it's all about the kids. <laughs> we, we, ha- we did have one bit that I think we, we've, oh, we've already it. had requests for the merch uh, for it, where when, when someone who shall not be named uh, speaks uh, and, and all of a sudden turns into a giant fire-breathing pig <laughs> and, and screams, it's all about the kids. Well, because we think that will happen because we haven't seen the last episode yet. So, um, but we are, we want Nugget to come over to the Reen family show so badly. Just really, A, for Nugget, because we love that kid and we love his mom. And we think that Michelle would completely lose her (laughs) shit. Uh, We would love nothing more than to have nugget in the Texas flag. And like I said, we were watching right before we connected the zoom meeting and literally we it's all It's going to make you cry. Like it's he made sad. us cry. It's, oh. it's emotional. And I, and I want you to know that 
child is an amazing person and him and Cannon are great friends and it shows they do throw the football together. Yeah. You know, that's, that's very important to have fun, but have good competition. Too. Yeah. So both, both your kids, that's so good to hear. I think both, both Cannon and Nugget really showed themselves to be, and Cannon would, uh, because he's, from what we've seen, I can relate to him a lot because I'm a very competitive person like you guys all are, because what I was rewarded for growing up uh, was I felt like that was kind of connected to my worth. And and it makes sense to do that. I was a musician and I got, um, I would enter piano competitions and that's what I was obsessed with that. And I would beat myself up when I, if one person beat me and it would, I would take it really personally. And, and so I see that a lot in him when he doesn't win something because he's wanting, he's wanting so much not to disappoint anyone. And right. uh, I never realized that was all kind of in my mind, in my mind, that was what yeah. was made up in my head. It, it'll take, yeah, and, it takes time. Yeah. And I think, I think he feels that way too, but I'll tell you, if he stops crying, we're going to have a problem. Like he is <laughs> so passionate. And, and I don't want to discourage him from crying. Like, no, no, you support You guys that. are doing the right it. thing. You guys He's are- 12 years old. Where did, that, where did that come from in Canon? Like, because obviously you're all competitive, but okay, because what Canon has like, or maybe y'all were like this when y'all show pigs too when you were younger, but Canon is like, you know, we've talked about like, uh, y'all talk about winning obviously, but like it is a bit one-sided where kind of, you do hear a lot from the Boleros. It's not about doing your best. It's about just winning. And y'all incorporate, we want to win, but we want to show up. We want to work hard. It's kind of more about the, but Cannon, is that just something that I, I feel like he didn't get that from like when I got emotional, when Josh has that conversation with him on the tractor, because my father, cry. my father didn't have, I have a great dad, but my father didn't have conversations like that with yeah. me. Um, and so where did Cannon get that from, that this just intense uh, perfectionism? Um, I think it started when he was a very small child. Um, he, he was very really OCD, bad. very, very yeah, much so. I could see you that. You can move something a quarter of an inch and he's going to realize it. He couldn't have his shirt wet, nothing. So I think when it became into stock show and sports, he's like this with everything. Mm-hmm. He messes up in a baseball game. It's the same reaction. Mm-hmm. Basketball, same reaction. So I think it's just more of a, he knows his abilities and, and he holds himself to a high to standard. A very high standard. Yeah. And because he knows how good he is. Yeah. And so he he doesn't mean to screw up, but as soon as it doesn't work out in his favor, yeah. he thinks he did. So then it's his fault, essentially, which yeah. we try and tell him, you know, it's not your fault. It wasn't your day. You know, it was it was somebody else's day. And I think he just is too hard on himself. But I I don't think that there's That's another it. way to raise a kid to be competitive other than that, because I I feel that shows heart. I feel that shows compassion. I feel that shows responsibility. And I also feel like it shows competitiveness in, in yeah. a true, genuine child nature. You know, I don't want him to be punching things. I don't want him to, you know, be hitting. I would rather him sit there and be down and be a little upset. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable. 
But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash reality gaze and start your song after you purchase you'll be prompted to add spotify streaming for your original song for free a 50 dollar value again our url is songfinch.com slash reality gaze don't forget to share your song with us too songfinch.com slash reality gaze now gary play us out with a little bit of our songfinch original song to all our queens and find your happy hey hey our canadian listeners we know you get tired of waiting reality gaze is coming to you so no more complaining to all our queens to caitlin and the canadian sissies love yourself never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Yeah, 
I think what you just said something, Cammy. Y'all are good people. Lot, I'm emotional. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of times, especially little boys, we're only allowed to have one emotion that's anger. Mm-hmm. And that raises really stunted emotional men. Um, and if you, at least he, at least you guys have, you can, you encourage him to communicate. I'm the most impressed with Josh um, in that men of his age in Texas. I'm just, I know he's like a, I think Josh is like the Renaissance man of Renaissance you man. Just of said fucking Renaissance. Texas. I did. Renaissance man of fucking hey, Texas. Renaissance man. No, so, he is amazing. And, and like y'all have said in the past, like he keeps me centered and he does. And more than anything, he is an amazing dad. And not only to Canon, but especially to Brandon. Like that relationship now is crazy. Crazy. The the turnaround we've seen in Brandon. And you know, like Cannon a lot of videos of, you know, Brandon will just walk over and grab Cannon and hug him. You know, it's we've brought out his soft side. Yeah. And I feel like Brandon was getting to that point, like y'all were talking about in previous podcasts that He's at that that teenage boy stage that where he's older than everybody else, yeah. and I'm popular, and I don't care. And oh, I feel yeah. like when he comes here and we hug him and we tell him that we love him, and there's we, emotion. Yeah, we offer to make his plate and stuff like that, and he doesn't have to be so manly. It's starting to bring out that kind side that I know he has. He just doesn't like to show it as much. Yeah, we love the tykes. We love the tykes. They're amazing. Um, you know, Mandy's been my friend forever and ever and ever, and I love her they, I mean they're my sisters I'm so blessed to have them in my life and Tyler too yeah, you know, yeah I wanted to talk yeah. about the canon whisperers we call uh, him I want to I want to <laughs> talk I want to also talk about this kind of vagabond refugee family you've uh established with pig shows I I love it because it is it could not be further from a certain other family's uh version of that um, but also from what we experienced as little gay boys in the south yeah it's this just ex- no, this, nothing was like this and not even talking about the but like for everybody i mean you have an exchange student like what it and i guess i think this comes from jody and josh like what is it in you that told you i'm not gonna judge people i'm uh, and we're not only gonna not judge them but support them okay so that goes back to my raising Growing up poor, I didn't have a dad in the family. I kind of raised my mom, my brother, my sister. Um, so it, my perspective is I'm trying to be that person to any kid who needs that person that I needed back then. Yeah. So our door is open. I mean, any given day, there's 15 kids here. Literally. We're feeding them. You know, they all call me mom. I just... I, I, I need to be that person for those kids that were like me growing up. So yeah. that, you know, uh, Tyler being gay doesn't matter. The Tykes being lesbians doesn't matter. Like Mandy was married before to a man and Kristen was engaged to a man and they just fell in love. And, and love the, is love. Love is love. <laughs> and their love story is beautiful. And, and Tyler, like, we don't see his gay. But yeah. I will say something, though. I'm going to embarrass her. Tyler said that if she would date him, he would be straight. <laughs> you know what Tyler did but say? But Cammy's too smart. I, I did say, <laughs> Cam, when we were doing a lightning round, Cam, when they, I think we mentioned Cammy, and he went, she's hot. Hot. 
Um, so Cammy, it's always there for you. I may not be what you want. May not be. He might just wear your heels. Might. Do, no, honestly, I don't know if y'all noticed in the little like walkout we had our little red carpet scene. Yeah, I was in like old Jordache jeans, kind of like old eighties jeans. Dude shoes, t-shirt. My hair wasn't even flatter, and I had basic makeup on. I was like, nah, dinner, whatever. Tyler walks up in a button-up floral t-shirt, <laughs> black rent skinny jeans, and, and heels. heels. I said, heels. This is not. This, uh, we, we either need to switch or you need to tone it down <laughs> because I'm looking way too far on the opposite end of the spectrum here. But I didn't mind, you know, express yourself, but uh, he is He's something else. For sure. Yeah. Um, cool. So do we want to try a lightning round? Do you have yeah, I have one more question. Yeah, I just want to ask. Can I? I just yeah. want to get a couple of things across real quickly, if that's okay. Sure. No, I'm actually going to say, like, is there something you wanted to say that hasn't been said? Yes. Yes. So McRib, McRiddle. <laughs> what's the other one? McChicken. 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 All right. I just want to clarify that McGriddle, McCall is an amazing human. Yeah. She is amazing. And everybody's kind of got it messed up with ages. She is actually the oldest, but oh, okay. that girl, I've been in contact with her. She's checked on us after the storm. And, and she's an amazing, amazing person that we love very, very much. And then one other thing that- Period, that period, about, full period. stop. <laughs> but another thing that y'all talked about in episode seven where uh, I'm, I'm pissed off that Michelle didn't show up. So I have personally had serious back problems. I've had a spinal fusion. I'd have my tailbone removed. Like I live in pain every day. So that's where my mindset was like, ah. I'm here and I'm in yeah. pain, but you know, I, I get up every morning and I do it all over again and it's all for the kids. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That makes sense. Cause we did say, we're like, wow, Jody was really like, I don't care if this trigger is hurting. Yeah. She should show. But now that that's the beauty of being able to see the other side, you're like, Oh, right. See, that was editing. I think when you say people are trash on TV, that's not editing. That no, I think a, that's a horrible yeah, person. That's, that's the thing about <laughs> editing, you guys. You can't edit someone into saying something they didn't actually say. So, well, like I said, they just called us idiots and then calling Cammy fucking pathetic. Like, yeah. And honestly, when, when she had the conversation with um, Kayla McKenzie, I tried to join that conversation. And I'm the more um, assertive, loud, Yeah, no shit, Keely. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> and, yeah, loud and clear. But, but, but now, after we're idiots and pathetic and white trash, trash I would yeah. like to share words with them at one point, eventually. Yeah. Kenny, what was that like for you to watch that? Because you had that conversation with them, and then did you leave and thinking it went I, well? I gasped. When it happened, I went like, what was that? Walk us through. Sorry, y'all. This is going to be a long interview. We got to know T. What was that like for you, that experience having a conversation with Mackenzie and uh, Michaela? McKay. That's uh, McChicken and McRib. Okay. <laughs> so here was the thing we had talked about approaching the girls, and I thought it was going to be the three girls and then us three sisters me, Keely, and Tyler, could go up and also have, like, an equal conversation. We'd all have – it would be an equal playing field. 
on in a neutral position. You they know? wouldn't feel attacked yes. or so. So that was the, the the plan going into it. And day of, Keely was already like there. She was already at a ten, and Ooh. I was more than two. And I was like, I can control this by myself, you know. Yeah. So I approached. I said what I needed to say, and I allowed them to speak their truth if they were willing. And all I got was nothing. Oh, yeah, everything's fine. okay. Which, if that's the way you want to go about it, that's fine. But I really was not expecting when I walked off for it to be that that. To, that reaction to come out of their mouth. And then when asked about it, they they, deny it. they didn't want to admit to it. You're stepping on. <laughs> they didn't want to. Ad- <laughs> They didn't want to admit to it. And that's what kind of bothered me most is because if you're going to sit there and tell me that nothing's wrong and that it's between the parents and I walk away and it's a completely different person, that doesn't sit well with me. Now, if that's how they want to take it, that's fine. But I no longer feel the need to attempt to clear the air again. You know, I gave you Mm -hmm. your opportunity. Um, I'm not going to get anything out of it, you know. And at this point, I just can't change it, you know. I just feel like we've been nothing but nice and genuine and like at the beginning of this like when when in episode one we were like they're beautiful girls you know like we knew each other growing up that was all genuine and I meant it they are beautiful but the disrespect does kind of get to me like, well and and we're still trying to figure out what the hell Michelle's mad at me about yeah like what I still don't know either <laughs> it, it started when I spoke to Justin Kane and I was genuinely, he had showed in, um, in, um, old timer showmanship the week before. And I was like, Hey man, he's a tall guy He is, and it's hard for a tall person to show a pig. So I genuinely was just telling him, Hey, you did a good job. And then he was like, do you want to meet the girls? And I'm like, yeah, come on. You know? Yeah. So it, it started there. And then what you see when I walked up to her at her show, was all um, that was said. There has been nothing else said. And, but and what you've seen. And we're clueless. Like, I have no idea what she's mad at me. No clue. I don't know what I need to apologize for. If y'all figure it out, please let me know. <laughs> we, we, um, I think she's made up a lot in her head, possibly. I I, yeah. uh, I but, think Tyler called it when he said there's a lot of hurt there. Yeah. That, you know, we love Renee Brown and she talks about hurt people, hurt people. So not that that's an excuse, but there's obviously um, that. Is there? Yeah. So we'll do the like one last question. I'm sorry. It's just I've loved. Is there... For uh, the three of you, is there anything you would have done differently in all of this? Been less emotional. But that's <laughs> that just me. Fine, honey. That's you, that's, girl. That's you. I haven't said or done anything on TV that I wouldn't have done in front of anyone. I'd, I have no regrets. Um, I, I'm super proud of my family. They they are genuinely good people. and I, And I'm just blessed to have raised good humans. Actually, I take it back. I'm glad that I was emotional. <laughs> there you I, go. That really does show. <laughs> that is Cammy. Just that. I have emotions. That's so Keely. I love that. So Keely, like I'll take it back. Just kidding. I love it. I love you. That's Let, awesome. Yo, let's do a lightning round. So we're just gonna say a person's name and just one word. You. One word. Uh, any of you can. I'm answer. scared. No, it's fine. I, this is. There's no test. Um. Manu. I'm going first. Uh, perfect. Oh, I love that. Mine is kind hearted. That's two words. 
Mine is sun. <laughs> sun. Oh, oh yeah. Um, uh, let's see. We'll do. What about nugget? Handsome. Love. Stuck. Like, I want to just take him out. <laughs> I yeah. feel like he's stuck. Yeah. Tyler. Tyler Parrish. Extravagant. Bizarre. Obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> no, he knows it. He'd probably admit that. He'd be like, girl, you, he it's, knows, he knows it. it's true. It's true. Uh, Josh. Dad. Role model. I'm speechless. Ah. <laughs> Ooh. Incredible. Aww. Um. Should we? <laughs> Discovery Plus might make us take it out, but we have to. Michelle Bolero. Crickets. Crickets. I. I. Horrible. Fake. 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 That's mine. That's mine. I'm. I'm just gonna go with diabolical. I plead the fifth. Good for you. What the bit a bigger person, you guys? I'm such. I I'm I'm not a fan of, of a lot of people. I'm huge fans of yours. Yes, very um, much. I I'm, I said We're this huge was fans of y'all. Thank you. We, this is my favorite show of 2021. Um, and that's and I'm a bitch and I'm really picky about things. He's a, very so, much a bitch, but yeah. But, and we we uh, you know when the world opens up, which it's starting to, we definitely plan on doing live shows and um, we'll definitely be in your area. I mean, I'm from, I'm from Ardmore, which is Southern Oklahoma. And my, my boyfriend's from Austin. So we're in your neck. Well, y'all are going to a big show with us. That is, I uh, want no you question. so much. I want to go. I'll, I'll have you a bodyguard. Like nobody will mess with you standing <laughs> by me. I promise. No, I, I trust you. Um, you guys, I will gladly wear will, the Texas flag. Me and walk too. Around with y'all. Me too. Yes. Don't make my tech. Don't make my Texan mother proud. She was always sad I was born in Oklahoma. <laughs> there you I'm, go. I'm sad you were born in Oklahoma. I kind of am too. Uh, anyway, <laughs> thank you guys so much. You're we a joy. You so we, much. we so hope you get a second season. We're yeah. very very excited. Tell we, everybody where they can. Yeah, us too. Before we before you hop off, where can people find y'all? So I am on Instagram at Camireen as well as TikTok. Um, other than that, I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm on Facebook, Reen Show Pigs, that Josh and I kind of share that one. I have an Instagram that's Jody Carson Reen. Um, Josh has a TikTok. Uh, I have an Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and they're literally all the same thing. So you won't have too much trouble finding me at Kiwi Alexis. All righty. You guys, thank you. Love the so, rings. So love we, the rings. We will sue. We later. later. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com